It's show. It's your tips. Dagging Beaver with you to look towards a big Saturday of racing. We've got Rose Hill and finals day at Flemington uh, after Beaver held the fort down quite capably on Wednesday. Good job there, mate. Thank you, Daggy. Uh, wasn't the same without you, mate, but oh, uh, nonetheless, we got through. Kind of you. Uh, but I've pulled through and managed to pass it on to you somehow. So uh, yes. we'll soldier on and uh, hopefully uh, a few winners will ease, ease the... Uh, few winners and a couple of codrills will help the pain on the weekend. But we will head to uh, Fleming. Yeah, good day out anyway for you. A uh, few winners at both venues and a couple of nice ones in Queensland as well. Yeah, it was a bit unlucky in um, in Melbourne. I had a couple of my value bet Arapuni princess. I thought he got up on the line, but uh, just nutted. And Faraga, another one that's a uh, bit of value, was... Uh, Beaten in a head bobber as well, so it could have been a, a really good day. And Cyclone Sally, your best was a very easy watch. Uh, I was yep. lucky enough to come out of my stupor for a bit and have to have it back that, so that was nice as well. Uh, good stuff. So that was very good. But we uh, head to Flemington where it is finals day, as I've mentioned. Good, generally a good day of racing, a good betting day uh, as we wrap up the winter down in Melbourne. Uh, we've got the rail in the true. They're currently a soft six, a little bit of drizzle around, so we'll keep an eye on that, but I don't think it's going to be too tricky. Uh, I think the inside, I think it was at eight metres last time, so perhaps the inside section uh, will be the place to be, but it should play pretty fair, and I don't get too many issues with Flemington. We kick off uh, with the Leilani Series final over the 1,400 metres for the girls to start the day, and how are you going to start the day, Beaver? Yeah, I'm going to start the day with uh, the Waller Train Ill Affair, uh, come over from New Zealand and its first run at uh, Caulfield uh, was a pretty good effort actually. Got well back in the field and flushed home and then it's been put out for a uh, good part of a, almost of a, a year uh, uh, nine, nine months or so and uh, resumes here. I think it'll be suited by the Flemington Strait and if it gets the right run in transit I think it might be a little bit too classy for this pretty average affair. Yeah, the theme of the day in a lot of these races is there's a real lack of pace uh, right through the card in most of these races. So I've got Illiferi on top, uh, first up, second prep for Waller in Australia. I think from memory, we were both keen on it when it debuted here a year ago or nine months ago, but both trials good, comes here in a, in a very winnable race and just a lack of pace. I was giving Selborough another chance, has a chance to control this. Uh, had a bit of a sucker run last time. And maybe it was disappointing, but all of the top first three in that race did come down the outside. So forgive me up there. And then there was a bunch of finish uh, through the lead up. But uh, Ilafare to start the day for me as well. Race two is a 1,200 metre for the two-year-olds. Up the straight, very tricky race with, uh, what have we got, six or seven last start winners, uh, including one at very big odds last time. Uh, form lines coming from everywhere. Could you line them up at all? Uh, yeah, it was pretty tricky to line them up, wasn't it? So yeah. a few first starters and then a few that have won their last race. Uh, I went for Zoo Sensation coming from its off its Murray Bridge uh, win. Uh, jumped on the speed there, hit the front and really gave nothing else a chance. I thought that was a pretty impressive run. Uh, interesting course now brings it to Melbourne, uh, Flemington. Uh, I think it might be suited by the straight and uh, might give um, a, a good run. Yeah, I I found this very tricky. Uh, I liked its debut. I liked the debut of Chaston uh, out wide. It looks like a nice style of a typical moody style of horse, a roll along up on the pace. 
Uh, and I guess you got to respect uh, Thronbone grabbing that, you know, even though it was being Price, uh, grabbing uh, Gatani last time, but uh, all tricky for me for the sake of a tip chasing on top, but I'm not sure I'll necessarily be playing too hard in this race. The three-year-old Phillies is race three on the card over the 1,400 metres of Revet Series final, uh, where I'm much keener. I'm keen to back uh, Belarus again, flying this prep. Uh, comes back down from winning well in Sydney. I know it's had two sort of perfect runs in both those races, but uh, I like what it did last time, carrying weight. Comes here and I think uh, is a real a real chance here, and uh, especially at the price. And I think the main danger for me is Brookline, who's going to roll along on the pace in a race without much pace. I think it uh, will be in the finish as well. And uh, at the both pri at the current prices for both of them, I'm happy to play with those two. Uh, what were your thoughts here? Yeah, interesting race. Uh, good, good little race, I think. Um, some some nice little horses here. Uh, there's four that are sort of under the $5 mark, and then we get out to Brookline at double figures, and then the rest are, are pretty long odds, which you can probably put a, put a pen through. Um, I've gone for Liberated Girl. Um, I thought it's, it's won its maiden and uh, looked pretty good winning its maiden, and then... Um, Finished off really well at Flemington in its first up run. Uh, that was a leader-dominated race, but uh, like really liked the way it finished off there. I think this is a promising horse. I think it'll be improved by that. And I think it can run really well. Uh, big watch on Belarus. It's flying at the moment. Uh, both its last two runs uh, have been good and can go well. Beautiful. Race four is the over the mile, the Taj Rossi series final for the two-year-olds, a listed race uh, where I I have got the Patrick Payne Quang tree on top. I uh, liked what it did sitting outside lead last start, was brave up there to um, fight off one of the key rivals here, King's Consort, uh, draws to roll across and pretty much uh, go close to having control of this race without a lot of speed. Uh, underneath it, uh, I think hoops might roll forward with it, but uh, just that lack of pace and going away from the rest of the lead ups in the, the Grinzinger Bishop race, uh, I was happy to play around with it. Uh, what do you make of this? Yeah, interesting race again. Um, uh, plenty of chances. I think uh, you could pick five here and still miss out on the winner. I'm going to go for Grinzinger Bishop. I'm going to. Uh, tip it to, to back up its last start win at Juicy Odds. Uh, was a nice win. When that was it was a very run. nice win, and um, I think they have a little bit of an opinion of the horse. Um, and I think he can back up well here. It's at Flemington. Uh, it's drawn in the one, so it should get a cushy run. And at $9, I think it can be hard to beat. Um, and another one I've got to watch on is um, a horse coming from the same race that I thought was pretty impressive in that race, winning bid. Yeah. Only had the one start and finished sixth. I think it could be further improved with that run under its belt and uh, might just play a bit of uh, value in this market. Nice. Um, did you have a look at the Nisham horse at all, capital L, coming from Hawkesbury? It was another one I sort of had a question mark on. Don't know how we Yeah, I did have up. a look at that and uh, thought it, uh, it, it, showed, it showed enough in its last couple of runs. It ran well at Goulburn prior to that. Uh, just main company stepping up into this class. I uh, wasn't so sure, but uh, look, not without a chance. Race five is the Mahogany Challenge final over the 2,500 metres uh, for the three-year-olds. Tricky, tricky stuff here. I um, 
I went looking, ended up looking to the ones that had the 2,400 metre run, which was the Sandown lead up, which left me with uh, Forest Diamond, I think, getting to Flemington will suit it. Uh, and then the couple that come through the same race, um, Whirly Jig led them up in, in, where there's a lack of pace here again, I think. Uh, we'll have a pretty cosy run up there, so a couple for me there. And Shadowhawk's going quite well, I think, finally ready for the 2,500 metres, and there's been honest or prep. So a couple I'm looking to play there. Uh, what do you do in this one? Yeah, I'm pretty keen on Rock Up uh, from the Paddy Payne stable. Uh, ultra consistent of late, but I just think uh, now, now out to this distance, the 2,500, I think it would be really suited by that. I really like the way it finished off uh, last start at Flemington, getting back and coming home really well. Prior to that, uh, ran some really nice races, uh, a nice race at Mildura, and then had some good form in New Zealand before coming here. So I think this horse has a bit of ability and uh, very keen. Nice. Uh, the Banjo-Patterson final comes up next over the 2600, uh, where again I was uh, a bit concerned about the lack of pace, which led me to find Maserati Bay off, uh, it's nearly a month, well, it'll be a month between runs by the time we get there. Uh, but we'll roll forward. Uh, Jai McNeil going on is not a big, a big negative uh, in this race, I don't think. It'll roll forward just about out of the lead to itself. And I think, uh, as it was last time, be hard to get past up there. Uh, I thought the main danger was Pesto, who probably should have won last start. The race got away with it, away from it. Uh, and jockey change with Jai going on a favourite might not be a bad thing in that particular case. Uh, so looking to, I guess, top and tail up, play, play the one that's going to lead and the one that might be um, coming down the outside. But uh, fairly keen Maserati Bay will run well here. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I found it exactly the way you did. Uh, I thought Maserati Bay may get control here. Um, and flying at the moment, driving McNeil um, is the leading jock. And so that may be enough to get away with it. But I thought, yeah, Pesto should have finished close to last start. I don't think it was a great ride. I know the tempo um, dictated, but it should have taken off earlier and put a bit more pace and pressure into the race and just tried to outstay them. Um, I think it can run well again at $8. Uh, I think that's pretty good value. Beautiful. Race number seven is the Santa Ana Lane Sprint Series final over the 1,200 metres. Tricky stuff, because if Sava to Excel was at its best, I think it, it wins this race. I'm not sure it is, so I'm not sure quite where to go from here. Uh, what do you make of this? With Obviously, Zach the Boss is flying. Uh, is that the way you were looking? It wasn't, actually. I was going to go Zava to Excel. Um, you're right. If it was at its best, it would beat these. But, uh, look, I'm not that perturbed by the three runs in this time. Like, it, it was only four lengths off them in the Goodwood. Uh, and... You know, that's a high-pressure race and carried 58 and a half there. Uh, and prior to that, in the Group 3 at Morphin Field, I thought it was pretty good. But led and only just got beaten on the line. Uh, didn't do much first up. But uh, I think it can improve. And and if it runs anywhere near its best, it'll be too good for these. Yeah, cool. I've just got Zach on top. I think it's going quite well. I think it's the right part of the track uh, for this time of the day to, to chime in down the outside like it's been doing. Uh, but I am, as I've said, and as you've just mentioned, scared of Sava to Excel. Just hasn't been as sure to uh, of what to make of it. But I, I like your confidence there because uh, it is the, I guess, the Group One winner in this field. So uh, interesting race that one as well. Race eight is a Winter Championships final over the mile. A listed race here where we see an Epsom Derby winner step out 
in Serpentine, first up in Australia. Uh, but I think it's a good race for us to bet into. I think Tuvalu was very impressive last time winning. Uh, was very brave. Gapped the field bar second in a nice win. And looks like Elvis is flying. This prep was should have gone close to winning last time. Quick back up, back down to Flemington, which it loves. And you're getting uh, a good double figure, a good each way price to, to back again. To, uh, so that's why I'll play the race. Uh, and I think that's all you really need. I don't know if it's too many dangers other than that. Is there, Beaver? No, I um, I just thought I'd play, play away from Tuvalu and I thought I'd, I'd go for some of the back markers here. It looks like Elvis and Frankie Pino. Yeah. I think Frankie's going well. Um, finishing off its races nicely. Um, just hopefully there can be enough pace on here. And, and if it is, the, the, the two um, back markers can finish hard and hopefully uh, be in the finish. Beautiful. Uh, race number nine is the Bowl Series final, which wraps up the day over the mile. And some nice prices here too, because uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Jimmy the Bear. He's been very good to us over the last few weeks, and you're getting a good double-figure price here. Uh, I know it's got a bit of a weight swing, but I'm not overly concerned about it. It's been very brave and uh, drawn the right part of the track for this part of the day. And um, I know Cardinal Gem won fairly well last time, but Aaron Bay was a complete slaughter in that race. It should have won uh, $6 here, quick backup, and happy to play that each way as well, uh, with all respect to Cardinal Gem as, as the next best. But... I think it's a nice way to um, to finish today. What have you made of this one? Yeah, I've got Aaron Bay on top. Uh, I thought it's, it didn't have the best of luck last start. Cardinal Gem got all the favours, got the right run and, and won, won comfortably enough. But uh, look, it, it, it didn't have to spend a penny in the run. Um, so I'm going Aaron Bay on top. Uh, and as, as a knockout chance, I'm going set to profit. Around the twenties, nice. uh, it's only be it's only lightly raised four starts, two wins, and was pretty good at Donald last start. Uh, they found it in the market and won really well. Beautiful. Uh, do you want to have a go for ProGroupRacing.com? Of course, check them out for their uh, plenty of news, extensive guides, and lots more going on there. Uh, do you want to chair, throw out your quaddy for Flemington? Yeah, I will throw out my quaddy. Uh, in the first leg, I'm going number one, Maserati Bay. Number two, Don't Doubt Dory. Number four, Saracen Knight. Number five, Pesto. Nice. In in the second leg, I'm going number one, Zabatoxel. Number three, Serious Suspect. Number six, Zach DeVos. And number eight, Cristani. In the third leg, I'm going number five, looks like Elvis. Number seven, Frankie Pino. Number 12, Tuvalu. And to finish off in the last race on the day, I'm going number one, Jimmy the Bear. Number four, Aaron Bay. Number five, Literary Magnate. Number seven, Philosophile. And number 10, Set to Profit. Very good. I like it, Beaver. Your best in value for Flemington. My best at Flemington comes up in race five, number four, Rock Up. I think it'll be hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race four, number two, Renziga Bishop. Beautiful. I'm going to make Belarus my best in the mayor's race there. 
And I'll make my value in the last uh, Jimmy the Bear, uh, like the uh, six, 15 or 16 bucks about it at the moment. I think it will give you a nice sight for a stable that's flying. We head to Rose Hill Garden where the rail is in the eight metres from the 1500 to the winning post, out five for the remainder. Now, it's supposed to be a fair bit of rain coming, but uh, looking at the weather this evening, weather zone, it seems it might not be till later in the meeting, if not the evening. So fingers crossed that's a case. If so, it might play a bit. Uh, well, I'm thinking if that's the case, you don't want to be very far from the pace at all, similar to last time we were there. So up and on the rails may well be the place to be. We kick off with an 1,100-metre highway handicap. And uh, do I need to sound the alarm here, Beaver? Sound the alarm, my friend. All righty. Uh, oh, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us why. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, Shalstar on top here, mate. Uh, lightly raced, uh, one, three from four. Um, look, it's flying at the moment. Uh, was First up was a really good win. Just set off the pace over the 1,000 metres at Randwick. I think it gets a fairly similar running transit here, drawn from the three gate. Uh, it's carrying the 59, so it's only up half a kilo here and um, looks looks the the, the obvious uh, and hardest to beat here. Main danger well in sight, resuming here. It's been had uh, almost four months off, but prior to that had won three races at Albury, all very convincingly, and then went to Flemington in a race won by overpass um, and then was sent out for a spell. Uh, Resumed with a trial, went okay, could be a danger. Lovely. Uh, yeah, coming obviously coming off that Metro win, it comes into this race quite well, Shalstar. Uh, if you can trust the old Massariad, uh, it does set up quite well. The uh, benchmark 72 over 1,300 metres is race two, uh, where I'm pretty keen here on the chances of one. Uh, I think Dehorned Unicorn fits beautifully here. It's got the uh, old Joe Pride double of the quick backup and the blinkers going on. Uh, sat outside lead last time and was bra and was fairly brave in a bunch of finish, but now looks with Clipperton going, uh, Clipperton sticking, it should get control of this race. And I think it's going to be very hard to beat. From uh, the horse, obviously, with the watch on one of the interesting runners on the day, uh, D'Andretti, who has trialled well, uh, was a nice debut winner and uh, just had some issues going to the group to surround before having a bit of time off. But uh, if all goes to plan for Unicorn, I think this could be Quite a nice bet around the $5 mark. Uh, what do you make of this one? Um, well, D'Andretti is accepted in the next race Also as well, the midway, right? yeah, that's right. So it'd be interesting to see which, uh, which race it starts in. I've got a funny feeling it might start in the midway. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, I went the same way as you, Dehorn Unicorn. Thought it was pretty pretty brave last start as well. Uh, sat on the pace. Uh, wasn't far off them at the end. And uh, prior to that... Uh, one well at Warwick Farm. Uh, yeah, I've got it on top. Lovely. Uh, race three is the midway over the 1,200 metres where uh, D'Andretti is waiting for the, uh, I think, second emergency. Or, so waiting for a run there. But it is a tricky race. Uh, one I'm happy to spec, though, at, well, I guess it's nearly 30s. Uh, Lord Heron did some okay stuff in uh, these sort of races last prep. Uh, goes well fresh, has trolled okay for this. Willie Pike should take this close to the pace. And... Uh, May well give you a sight fresh here, especially at the price. Uh, Air to Air is another one in a wide market uh, that I think is a talented mare, and I think a change of scenery 
will serve it well going to Sam Cavanagh now. So interesting to see how that comes back. Trials again were good. Uh, and Daryl Inabel, who's in the market, is going quite well, but uh, I think needs a win soon. But uh, looking to play wide in a very tricky race. If D'Andretti gets a start, then I'll revisit those tips. Uh, what we, Yeah, what do you make of this one? Yeah, well, I've got D'Andretti on top here. Uh, I think it'll be winning this race if it starts. Uh, if it doesn't, or even if it does, the main danger being Bartoselli. Uh, wasn't wasn't too bad first up. Uh, was favourite, uh, but probably didn't have as much luck in running that he would have wanted. So I'm happy to put a line through that. It was favourite um, after it had been trialling well. So I'm expecting some improvement. Scott Reach Jones aboard, gets the two kilo claim here. Uh, definite danger. Beautiful. Race four is a 2,400-meter benchmark 78, uh, where my notes for this just read a bunch of money munches, and I yeah, moved on. Race. So I, uh, I'm i just not going to give it to if, if I had to give a tip at gunpoint, it would be our candidate, but let's. I'm moving on. Do you have anything you want to tip? If I had to give a tip, it would be Dick Whittington, but I'm happy to move on as well. Yeah, that's uh, best. probably best for both of us. Uh, race five is the 1,100-meter benchmark 72. Uh, anything got your interest here? Yeah, look, I am interested in the, the five shades of rose. Uh, only had the three starts from the Beyond Baker stable, and uh, the three starts have all been really good. Uh, well found at Bathurst and won pretty easily at those. Uh, at second start, 1v7 and eight legs uh, at a short price, then came to Canterbury, uh, led and won well there, uh, then put out, brought back here three or four months later, uh, tried well at Rose Hill, one by five lengths, uh, looks to have a bit of ability. Uh, main danger, Hardware Lane. Uh, has ran some good races in town and uh, went back to Albury last start and absolutely brained them. Comes back here, uh, can run well. Yep, same, same for me. Uh, shades of Rose on top for all the reasons you've said. Uh, it is Petulance third up and ready to go now after being outside lead the last couple. Uh, if it can find the fence, might be very hard to get past. Uh, but very interesting, Shades of Rose and uh, even Pizarro as Resumer. Another interesting horse there for your, for your early quaddies maybe, but uh, Shades of Rose might be very talented. Uh, race six, a benchmark 72 over the 1,500 metres, where I think there's two chances, and it'll depend on how the track's playing for me at least. Uh, if I'm hoping, first of all, Lease doesn't just sit outside... Uh, outside lead on a leader's rail like happened last time. I think Josh Parr going on is a nice change here and it can find the front and give you a nice side if the rail is the place to be. Uh, if it is fair and all going well, I think Kanazawa might almost be a moral, dare I say it, if we can run it from the back with Clippo uh, going on, uh, drawn to uh, come right down the outside, clear air, and his both runs this prep have been quite good that form through both races has held up to this date. And I think it's a, a nice play here should all things be equal. Uh, what were your thoughts on the race? I think you're on mute. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth, mate. There's exactly um, the same way I saw it. I liked Kanazawa. Um, if you are able to run on, uh, yeah, I just think it sets up here nicely. Third up after a spell here. Um, both runs have been pretty good. Um, not far behind Jojo was the man. And then prior to that, uh, finished off nicely behind Moon Reader. Um, so it went up in grade last start. Back to 72 here, benchmark. 
can run well and lease, I think, if it's um if it is suiting the, the front runners is hard to beat. Perfect. Uh Quaddy kicks off with a fourteen hundred meter benchmark seventy eight. Uh what'd you do in this one for the girls? Yeah, I've got Raduna on top from the Waterhouse stable. Uh I think it can control can control it here. Um it was pretty good at Newcastle. Uh took it there to get another win under its belt. Uh and it won easy. Um pretty hard held. Uh so I think it's got a bit more in the tank and I think it can lead all the way here. Uh, if you go back last preparation, ran in some good class races listed at Flemington and Caulfield, um, once behind Espiona. Uh, so it's obviously they think it's got a little bit of ability and uh, I think it should be super hard to beat in this. I uh, I started there and if, if indeed the rail is a place to be, it's I think the way to play the race uh, if things are fair, though, Per Inouye is the the actual Saturday horse in this race. Uh, it was okay last time, and nice win first up. Uh, so it and Bowman going on softer draw helps as well. So uh, I think it, if the track's fair, it's the way I'll start the race. But I, I won't be losing on uh, Raduna and uh, Safika, who's first up for the Friedman Yard, is an interesting one at a price. The trials have been good uh, for a horse. First up in two years. Uh, very interesting runner on the card. Uh, I think there's a tail in this. Uh, I'm not interested in Nicky's fling. And for the record, uh, Steel Diamond is officially dead to me. So uh, given I won't be backing this time, it might win finally. But uh, plenty I was happy to pen here. And I think there's only a couple of chances if uh, if all goes to plan. Race 8 is an 1,800 metres, 78 uh, now, next couple of races are a bit tricky because similar to earlier, we've got Issa Fire and Wicklow in both, I believe, uh, for yeah. the time being. So uh, makes Although it a little bit Wicklow tricky. I think Wicklow will probably start in this one, given that it's got no jockey listed in the night. Yeah, uh, and I think vice versa. So that being the case, Wicklow won very well against uh, against the bias last time, cleaned around them up and uh, almost walked in by the time it hit the line. I think it is going to be very hard to beat here. And uh, I think it's a fantastic price, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's only, you're only getting that price because of the gate. Mm, absolutely. And uh, as I said, it didn't matter last time. I'm not sure it'll matter here. Uh, Naval Seal was a bit flattered last time being in the right part of the track and loses Willie Pike for Tyler Schiller. So I don't think that's a great, a great thing. And look, Isafar was off the... Was off outside lead on that leader's fence, and uh, will run well if it's here. I assume, as you said, it may well start in the next race. Although, given it's got gate one here, you might flip and flop them around and keep Isafar here and um, Wick, start Wicklow in the next. Uh, any other thoughts here? Yeah, no, I think you're right. Wicklow put its best foot forward um, last start and showed what a uh, a bit of talent it does have. Uh, it's only had the nine starts and one four. Um, so uh, it's got obvious potential, goes well this track, goes well this distance. Um, yeah, everything pointing in its favour to run well. Race slow on top for me. Perfect. Uh, race nine is a 1500 metre, benchmark 88. Uh, as we've said, Wicklow and Asafar both appear here as well. Uh, assuming. Uh, We've already spoken about them. So if they're out, let's just say they're out. Uh, I am then looking towards, I guess, the lead up here, which would be uh, Lakeen and uh, Lord Ardmore coming through the same race. Both ran uh, okay. Uh, 
finished near enough to each other, uh, chasing Coal Crusher. And I think they're the, the two obvious ones here, uh, should those other two come out. Any thoughts? Any thoughts yourself? Yeah, I, I've got Lakeen on top uh, for similar reasons. I thought it was pretty good first up. Uh, I think it will have improved, hit the line nicely at Randwick over 1,300, gets out to the 1,500 here. And again, the two kilo claim from Reese Jones, who's going really well at the moment, uh, can just sit, sit behind the pace with a good run and um, might be too classy for these. Lovely. We wrap up the card with a 1,300-metre benchmark, 78. How are you taking us home? Yeah, this is... Uh, this is a tricky race. Again, there's probably 10 or 12 chances in this. Um, so I wasn't super keen uh, to bet. Um, I kind of narrowed it down to two, where Hira Falls and Tamerlane. I thought uh, they were the both uh, hardest to beat. Um, I think Tamerlane can improve, and Wahia Falls has probably got some room for improvement as well. I just had it on top purely beyond the basis that... Um, it won so comfortably last start, and uh, as long as it gets a little bit of luck in running here, I think it can also be hard to beat. Agree, agree. I was um, sort of kicking myself we didn't find Wahaha, Wahaha Falls last time. Very nice win. Uh, fresh is best for the O'Shea stable, so maybe that one more I think will go well enough here. Uh, Tamlane, main danger, all the reasons you've uh, you covered off. Uh, second up, Suits, Clippo, uh Going on is a tick, and a couple of few exotics. El Buena will uh, will improve uh, if the track's fair. And Silent Agenda followed up, railed up last time, but is is a big price and might be one for exotics there. Uh, your what have we got next for ProGetRacing.com.au? I'll run through the Sydney Quaddy first leg, and uh, just there are a few numbers here, but obviously with the, those Waller horses chopping and changing, this will narrow down. I've just left them all in for. For the sake of uh, covering it off, but first leg at two, uh, which is uh, what have I done here? A seven, three Surlamer, four per in away, five Safika and eight Raduna. Into uh, two La Chevalet, five Wicklow, nine Tinny Winnie, thirteen Kirkby, fourteen Naval Seal, and nineteen Asafar. One uh, Lakeen, two Lord Ardmore. Nine at Shirtswurtz, if I pronounce that correctly. Twelve, uh, Asafar and sixteen Wicklow. Obviously, both those will come out of one of those legs, and we'll come home with one Titanium Power, three Silent Agenda, four Waihaha Fours, five El Buena, seven Tamerlane, and ten Rubanos. Your best in value for Rose Hill Beaver. Uh, you on mute again? Sorry, my best comes up in race eight, number five, Wicklow. Mm -hmm. And my value bet is race seven, number eight, Reduna. Lovely. I am going to make Wicklow my best as well, uh, with question marks, to, because I'm not quite sure where it pops up. I think Dehorned Unicorn are run very well as well as a backup there. And Kanazawa will be my value on the card. Uh, so I've sort of talked myself into thinking it's quite a good betting day at Rose Hill. Hopefully the weather holds out and uh, that does come to pass. Uh, you got anything for us at the Sunshine Coast? I do. I've got a few up at the Sunshine Coast, actually. Um, not a bad card up there. Uh, race to number 11, Red Ruby. 
at 350. Nice. Uh, my best bet up there, race three, number five, Kingston's here. Yep. And uh, one at a bit of value, uh, race four, number two, Rubitar. Moving on to later in the day, another one at value, race six, number nine, Alakahan. Mm. And then my last tip up there is race seven, number two, Battle Tone. Very good. It does look like a nice little card up at the Sunshine Coast as well. Uh, thanks for soldiering on today, Beaver. Good job getting out of your deathbed. Uh, much tougher man than me to get through all that form. Uh, but uh, We've known that for a long time. Yeah, right? we don't need to. Let's actually not dwell on that comment too much. Check out progretracing.com.au for everything going on there. Sign up to their mailing list to have uh, this show in your inbox every Friday evening, uh, ready for Saturday. Uh, until then, we will see everyone Tuesday evening for our midweek preview. Uh, good punting tomorrow, guys, and we will talk soon.